Today's show is brought to you by India Partners. They help rescue children. You can find out more at lifewithlisawilliams.com. Hashtag thanks for listening. This is this, this is this is life. 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 This is life with Lisa Williams. You probably have a date on the calendar that stands out to you. I mean, we all do. Certain days that are just like they go down in your personal history. October 16th is one of those days big time for me. A little boy I loved very, very much named James. He went to be face to face with Jesus when he was just a little boy on October 16th, 1996. On that very same day, October 16th, 1996, a little boy who now is a young man who just started college, but he was born that same day, and his name is Drew Caldwell. He's my great nephew and my godson, and so how could I ever forget October 16th, especially since one year earlier, October 16th, 1995, a radio station in Pella, Iowa, signed on the air 20 years ago. And as I'm talking to you, I'm in the studios of KCWN. I'm in Pella, Iowa. And for the last 12 hours, I've been on the radio raising money with one of my dear friends, Bev DeVries, who's the general manager and who's the morning show host and who's the program director and the music director. And she, no joke, she cleans the bathrooms. I do. I do. <laughs> Because that's what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> she and I have been on the radio now for the last 12 hours. 12 hours 13. We, we took a little break. We went to the post office to get the mail in Pella. Mm-hmm. And we took a little break, you know, a couple a couple small breaks. But for the most part, the goal, I have to tell you, and, and I am completely loopy. If you're my radio friend, you know what I'm like <laughs> after a pledge drive. I am loopy Lisa to the nth degree right now. So bear with me if I'm a goofball. But. Or if I don't make sense, which is not, you know, abnormal. Um, but the goal was $100,000. And, you know, for the last three days, Bev's been raising money and then I joined her today. And in the last hour, we were still about, I don't know, like 20000 away, fifteen At least 20000 away yeah, in the last hour. In the last 10 minutes, we were 14000 away. Which was awesome. But we were both thinking, well, what was our plan? Because we might not hit the goal. And then someone called with $1,000 a month. <laughs> and then a few gifts of $500 came in. And, and a lady came in and sat down at the table with us and said, you need 1000 Here's, Here's your $1,000. And right at 6 o'clock, as we wrapped up, it hit 100%. And uh, it doesn't always happen that way. But it's been such a pouring out your heart experience for the last three days. And then to see... I mean, like, how does that even happen? Like, God, he answers our prayers. That's what happens, right? He answers our prayers. We spent the whole day telling people that he does and that that's why we're here. And then there's always that little bit right at the end that like, okay, but if he doesn't. What is our plan? We should have a plan to tell people (laughs) that God's plan didn't work out quite right, but there's going to be a plan. So we're going to try and make it for you. And then God said, no, No. I've got the plan. He did. He had it right in his hand. And just to see the volunteers here weeping, you know, the uh, one who took the thousand dollar a month pledge was Bev's sister, Judy, and she was just tears pouring down her face just to see God at work in something that has been for 20 years a blessing to this community, KCWN, their 20th anniversary. 
And look what God decided to do to show off and to celebrate the 20 years that you guys have been on the air. You know, and not even did God just meet our financial needs, but even in the details of the fact that my sister took that call for the $1,000 a month. She lost her first husband to melanoma within a month of his diagnosis to when he passed. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And when he was very sick from his treatments and the, the advancing melanoma, I asked our general manager at the time. We, we signed off at 10 o'clock at night, came back on at 6 in the morning, as a lot of stations did years ago. Right. I said, could we please stay on overnight? He's suffering. He can't sleep. He really wants to just hear the music all through the night. And he said, for you, for you, Bev, I'll do it. So the station started 24 hours a day because of that request. What? And so now the station meant so much to my sister and her late husband during that time, as we know happens with so many people, that now, even today, you know, six years later, that God will still say, Judy, I just want to remind you by letting you answer that phone call that takes a thousand dollar a month pledge and makes it to the goal, even in that detail of who picks up the phone, yeah. God had it. Oh, that's why you could see the tenderness of her soul as she was just weeping. Because now I understand she's walked through great suffering and the station means a lot to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, her sister is the the, the morning show host and general manager and, and the station ministered to her during her time of pain. You through know, the darkest days you can go through. You know, Bev and I have been pouring out our heart now for all these hours. And so my heart is very tender to God and to words <laughs> because I've been talking so much today. And it makes me want to say now that it's we're, we're like, quote unquote, off the air, but now we're with you, you know, it's got it feels a little bit more intimate than just talking to all those people out there. You know, it's just us. But it makes me want to say, what is Christian radio? What is it? It is like the coolest thing. It's so cool. I mean, it's here in Iowa and it's all over the country. These Christian radio stations, Christian radio I feel like it's the apple of his eye. I feel like I have all these analogies in my head. I don't know if I've ever shared them, but you know how we can hear God's voice. We can hear God's voice, but none of us ever say, hey, I, I saw Jesus today and, you know, face to face. I saw yeah. God Almighty. You know, none of us have visions of seeing him, even though he exists. He speaks to us. He speaks to our hearts. It's so intimate. We hear him, but we don't see him. That's radio right? Radio is this intimate medium where you say something. You might, you know, a radio person, we we might say something like, hey, you you may feel like you're not going to make it, but remember, God is for you. God is for you. And then you start this song. And one person who's suicidal hears it. And one person whose husband has melanoma hears it. And another person who was doubting God hears it. And another person who's never considered Jesus happened to tune in and hear it. And here's like 500, 600, 1,000. You don't even know. You don't know. You have no idea. But God takes that word and he just proliferates it over this multitude. And I just think radio, I think, I think God's a radio guy. <laughs> The best invention God ever did was radio. Well, after air conditioning, because I've been in the South, after air conditioning has to be radio. It's it's really, really, really close to his heart, you know, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so you hear a person's heart if you listen to them. 
You do. And so radio is this heart exposure to human beings. And I can't even tell you. You can tell I'm like loose right now. I'm just chatty. La, 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 la. Work with me, Bev. Sorry, I'm just talking so much. Hashtag thanks for listening. But <laughs> I haven't really noticed a change from where we've been all day. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, but I can't even tell you how many times I've gone on the air. And I've had a plan. Like, I've had it so mapped out, like, oh, it, like, like a quarterback. Like, we're going to do yeah. this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Got it? Got it? Everybody got it? This is what we're going to do. We're going to start with this. We're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. And then you go on the air, and something moves in your heart, mind, soul, and suddenly you're saying something. Suddenly you're, you're speaking to someone. Suddenly, like, something comes out of your mouth, and you're thinking, that's not me. And you turn off the mic, and I can't even tell you how many times I've t- taken off my headphones and said, what was that? And I'll never know until heaven how God could take your words in this life. He takes what we say and what we do, and he uses it in ways we can't even imagine. So I just think Christian radio rocks. After air conditioning. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bev, tell a little bit of the story of how you ended up at KCWN. Because 20 years ago, um, I was hired to launch the station and had just moved to Pella, Iowa in September and then on, on October 16th, it took just about a month and a half to get everything ready and it, on the air. And, and were you listening when we signed on? I was. I was. You signed on at 6 a.m. in the morning, and that's before I became a morning person. Mm-hmm. I had to get up early. I was the only one up in my house. I turned on the radio in my kitchen, and I remember hearing the board members pray yes. over the station. I remember you saying you were signing on, and you were Lisa Williams, and you played a song. I don't remember what it was. For him, the basics of life. Well, no wonder I was happy, but <laughs> I started crying. I don't know why, but I stood in my kitchen and tears down my face. And that's before I had any inclination that I would be a part of it. Wow. But I just felt such a connection and such, I just was so, I don't know. I can't explain it. I still to this day can't. I can remember it exactly. I can't explain it. And then there was the ad in the paper that you were hiring people. Yes. I had had a very short radio career up until no, that point. You can't say you had a radio career. Okay, I she did. She was on the radio with her cousin Bonnie, who's kind of legendary in Des Moines. She's on the legendary big WHO. WHO, Bonnie. And so her resume said something like, I've been on the air a couple of times with my cousin Bonnie. She had me guest host. I had told my uncle that she had the easiest job in the world. And then the next thing I knew, she called and said, would you like a shot at the easiest job in the world? Oh, ouch. Yeah. (laughs) And so not to back down from a challenge, I showed up at her big radio station and did a guest shot two mornings in a a row. And that was her, that was her, that was my career. career. (laughs) That's what I based my entire experience on. And so Lisa asked me if I would go into the production room and put down a little voice track so she could get an idea of how I sound. Well, when I was at WHO for my, you know, two guest shots, (laughs) I sat down at a microphone. I never picked my hands up out of my lap because somebody put, pushed the button to turn my mic on. They had an engineer. Somebody turned it off. A producer. Yeah, the whole thing. I just sat there and talked. So I went into the production room and you told me to put down a little voice for you. And I just sat there because I was waiting for the engineer (laughs) in the other room to turn on the buttons. And after a few uncomfortable minutes, you peeked around the corner and you went, Bev, are, are you waiting for something? And I said, yes, my engineer. And you literally, you didn't say a word to me, but you fell on the floor laughing because you and I were the only people there you and I were the only people that were going to be there for a long time 
like, welcome to the station. We do everything from talk on the radio to clean the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> so there's no engineer. Nobody's going to help you. On. And so then what happened? Did you record something? Did you leave? Did I hire you? I said, I didn't hire you, did I? You didn't no. hire me, but you did write on my resume, great potential. <laughs> I know that because when I came back to work here, I went and looked through the file to see where my resume was still there with your scrawl in the corner. Great, Great potential. potential. So at least I have that claim to fame. I did say the general manager of 20-year-old KCWN had great potential. Unfortunately, I didn't hire her, which could have been my claim to fame. But instead, I guess I thought she was uppity because she <laughs> she needed an engineer to push the button. So I sent her on her merry way. But then years later... She, you came back. I came, within a year, okay. I had been hired, and, and uh, I was already—I was already gone. Actually, within a year and a half, I was the manager of the station, and I was the one showing up, turning in the station on, pushing yeah. all the buttons with no engineer. So, and now, twenty years later. I'm the general manager. I'm still here in the morning pushing all the buttons, and it's been the best gig ever. Pella, Iowa is a hidden treasure in the middle of our country. They have something called tulip time, which happens in May, first weekend of May. Plan a vacation around it. Plan on coming and seeing the beauty of this town. It's a Dutch community. The beauty of the windmills, just the copious tulips and all the festivals. People put on shoes and they clean the streets and stuff like that. Well, that sounds like something you'd like to focus your family vacation around. <laughs> Wooden shoes. And it's some sort of ceremonial street scrubbing, right? Again, tell the kids we were going to go to Disney, but now we're going to Pella. We'll scrub the streets there. You're going to love it. I moved away before it happened. Here's a word of advice. Never move to Iowa in September and then leave after the winter. You will not remember Iowa fondly, but you might want to move here in the spring. Come in May. And then stay through the beautiful summer and into the gorgeous fall. But we were here um, for six months, I believe on assignment that God brought us here. I had just enough knowledge about Christian radio because of my time at KCVO to download all I knew, which wasn't much, so that I could help program the station. And then right after, I mean, everything was taken care of. Every day part mm -hmm. was covered. Everything was on the air. The sign was going up in the window. I remember that moment. It was like, it is accomplished and we're out of here because my husband's job changed and it was like he didn't have the job anymore and, and the options for staying were just not the right options. So we split and I was just a part of the puzzle that God had to bring this Christian radio station to central Iowa. And I'm just thankful to be um, one page in the book of the history. I'm thankful to be a part. I'm thankful for Bev and her friendship. Uh, funny thing about Bev is she's about, I guess, 10 years older than me, maybe a little a little more than that. I don't know. But she would come to the station. You could tell she really wanted to work there. And she always wanted to work here. So she was kind of like a groupie stalker friend. And she would, she would always just hang out. And so that's how I remember my six months here. I was like, hey, Bev, come help us with this. Oh, here's Bev to breeze again. <laughs> Bev, come on. Bake us some muffins or something. And um, But she always called herself the voice of reason because I was a little bit like out of control sometimes with my energy and whatnot. And she'd always say, Lisa, I am the voice of reason. And to this day, 20 years later, she'll still send me messages, KVOR. Yes. The voice of reason. reason. On the air all the time. What a gift Christian radio is to you, to me, to Bev, to the community where you live. I hope you have a strong Christian radio station. And if you think about it, 
could you just reach out to them sometime in the next few days and just thank them? I mean, it is a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, but if you've been touched by Christian Radio, you know, what a gift that is from God the Father. Support them financially. Bake them goodies. You know, pray for them. Send them encouraging notes. They get so many complaints. It's just stupid how many complaints come to Christian Radio stations. Uh, people upset about this, that, and the other all the time. <laughs> but could you be the voice of the multitude that doesn't ever call or write because they're just so happy? Could you reach out to your Christian station and just say, good job. Thank you for what you do. Encourage the people who are there. And um, I just want to say to Bev and to KCWN, congratulations on your 20th anniversary. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. So hashtag thanks for listening.